Welcome back to the Relax My Dog podcast. My name is Claire. And I'm Leah. And we are from Relax My Dog, where we talk about all things dog. So Leah and I have some tips and advice for you this week on how you can train your dog not to bark. And before we start, there's some important things to remember when you are training your dog. Now this, this goes for any sort of training. So whether you're training them to do a trick or to um, stay by you when walking or not barking, um, there are three things you need to remember. First of all, you never ever shout at your dog. Um, this can be confusing to your dog and can be very stressful, um, especially if you're training your dog not to bark. Um, if you shout at your dog, they think they might think that you're actually barking along with them, and that's just not going to work, is it? <laughs> Number two, keep your training sessions positive. Positive reinforcement should always be used when training, never punishments. And number three, consistency is absolute key. In order to avoid confusing your dog, you and others in your family need to apply the same training techniques when your dog barks inappropriately. If you let them get away with unnecessary barking sometimes and not others, you're going to confuse them and this can be very, very stressful for them. Okay, so the first step to do when your dog is barking is to just ignore them. Obviously, whenever a dog is barking, the more likely reason for them to bark is because they are after your attention. All you need to do is ignore them for as long as it takes them to stop. When I mean ignore, I mean you can't even talk to them. You're not allowed to touch them. Don't even look at the dog. Your attention only rewards them for being noisy. And obviously, you don't want them to think that them being noisy is a good thing to do. When they find the quiet, even just to take a breath, you need to reward them with their favourite treat. Now, especially when a dog is a puppy, you might find that they're barking an awful lot because A, they're a lot more playful and B, they just like to, to make a lot of noise. Um, so this time is the perfect time to train your dog out of that barking stage. Obviously, a lot of the time, it's a dog's natural instinct to bark. So Milo will bark, even though he's not a massively barky dog, but if something's got his attention or he wants to scare something off, he will bark and I'm not going to, um, discourage him from doing that because that's just part of his his nature but I don't want a dog that's barking all of the time just to get my attention so this is sort of a few top tips yeah. uh, to be successful with this method you must be patient if they bark for an hour and you finally get so frustrated that you yell at them to be quiet the next time they'll probably bark for an hour and a half so you just need to be as patient and like Claire said as consistent as you possibly can mm -hmm. and when it comes to training they learn that if they just bark for long enough you'll finally give them attention very similar to like a baby if a baby's crying yeah. they'll know that eventually they'll get that attention so they'll continue crying until they get what they want yeah then an example um of how to stop your dog from barking is if you decide to put your dog in their crate or in a gated room you need to turn your back to them and just simply ignore them like i said earlier once they stop barking you need to turn around praise them and give them a treat and um, eventually they'll catch on that whenever they stop barking and whenever they're quiet they get a reward by a treat so that will obviously be an incentive for them to stop barking you need to lengthen the amount of time they must remain quiet for before being awarded because eventually um they'll, they'll get they'll get the gist of what is happening uh, remember to start small by rewarding them for being quiet for just a few seconds then working up to longer periods of them being quiet 
you need to keep it fun um, varying the amount of time that the dog is allowed to keep quiet. Sometimes I reward them after five seconds, then 12 seconds, then three seconds, then 20 seconds and so on. Just a few examples um, just to get them on the toes a little bit as well. So they know that um, it's like a training method rather than just a fun game for them to play. Yeah, yeah, you want to uh, instill that, um, instill that training in them, and yeah, and not treat it like a game because then they'll just well, probably more likely to bark. To be honest, if they think it's a game. Yeah. Um, now you said Milo's not really a, a, a barky dog. I think some dogs just are, and some dogs just aren't. I'm not sure. Did you like train him to be like that, or is he just naturally? I think Milo's just naturally, he's just, a, he's just an amazing dog, really, in general. But in terms of barking, no, he won't. Um, he's not a massively barky dog. Like I said, if there's like something outside that catches attention, he's more barking when he's playing, to be fair, rather than if he sees something outside. Uh, but he's got a bit of a wuss bark, bless him. So he probably is a bit, a bit, a bit oh. embarrassed by it. Bless him. Excuse <laughs> <clears throat> me, my old dog, Bess. She was a very barky dog, but she had a really, a, a really rough um, time before she was like neglected before us. And then she was in um, the RSPCA in like a big, just like a big uh, outside yard bit with like loads and loads of dogs. It was just like the loudest place on earth. Um, so I think that she got used to having to bark to get any sort of attention. Um, we did train her out a bit as she got older, but it took her a really long time to train her because she was so, I don't mean damaged, but she was so like, um, she had a lot of problems, bless her. But she was never That's aggressive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, this thing um, you can try is to remove the motivation. So most of the time when a dog barks, uh, they get some sort of reward. Now, I don't mean that like, you know, they, they bark and like treats start falling from the sky. But <laughs> I basically mean like dogs really enjoy uh, attention, any kind of attention, whether it's um, positive or negative. So if they're barking and you, know, you give them negative attention, that's kind of a reward for them. They, they enjoy that, they like getting your attention. That's why it's good, um, what Leah was saying about um, ignoring it, because you're not giving them the attention that they want, um, and that's not good for them. They're like, oh, I don't really like that, you know, because <laughs> that, yeah, they, it's the same with them. Most, like, sort of sociable pets, they really thrive on getting any sort of attention from the um, from their owners. Um, so if dogs didn't get any sort of reward from barking, they wouldn't do it. Um, I think, that, like a lot of animals, they sort of do things to sort of, you know, get things if you know what I mean that makes no sense but it did in my head sorry <laughs> um this might be something like a reciprocal bark from another dog attention from you or even an interaction um so what do we mean by remove the motivation so for example if your dog is barking at people or, anim or animals passing by the window either remove your dog from the room or close the curtains and uh, remove the interaction is um of whatever or whoever is passing so like I said your dog's barking to get a reward so got barking to get the attention of the dog or the person that's, that's walking past if your dog barks incessantly whilst out in the garden bring them inside call them inside to you to praise them for and praise them for doing so so this is actually like a positive reinforcement thing so if they're out in the garden and you're inside and they start barking if you call them in to you um reward them for coming in and then that's that sort of like a positive reinforcement um, this positive reinforcement will hopefully discourage them from barking out in the garden um, and when you're not able to supervise your dog out in the garden, you shouldn't really be letting, letting them out by themselves anyway. Um, let, letting your dog out by themselves um, can, there can be a lot of risks, you know, other dogs, other animals. And then them barking away at neighbours and getting and annoying them, which no one wants. <laughs> this kind of barking is known as alarm barking and can be a way of your dog telling you that there is potential intruders. If this kind of barking is sound triggered, then try playing white noise on music to drown out the offending sounds. 
These can that's, this can be garbage trucks, children playing outside, or even the postman. If your dog is going to be home alone for a time, these noises and music can help keep them calm and happy whilst you're out. So um, if your you know if your dog is reactive to uh, the rubbish truck coming, um, you can and especially if you're not going to be in, you can sort of close the curtains and um, that will muffle sound as well. But pl try playing a uh, white noise or some of our relax my dog music. Um, to not only distract your dog from the noises, but hopefully drive them out as well. So one thing that sort of loops in with removing the motivation is desensitisation. Um, another method to gradually get your dog accustomed to whatever is causing them to bark um, is to start with the stimulus. So like I said before, if there's um, people walking past your house or um, kids going off to school or the garbage truck or the postman, um, you need to identify that stimulus and you can actually work on that with your dog. Whatever it is, you need to gradually get your dog accustomed to it in a positive way. If you know the regular times of these things, um, so like I said, if a kid's going to school, that that's always going to happen at the same time of day, or someone goes past on a bike on their way to work, or like I said many times now, the garbage truck or the postman or something like that. If you know the regular times of these, that these things make an appearance, sit with your dog and wait. As the stimulus, is, stimulus comes into view, give your dog a treat and talk to them in a calm voice. As it gets closer, give your dog another treat, talking soothingly, so that continuing to sort of be, be calm with them, with your voice. When your dog starts barking, stop giving them treats. This is another method that requires time and patience though, so doing this isn't going to happen just overnight, unfortunately. You have to be really, really patient with this. You want to teach your dog that the appearance of the stimulus leads to good things. Um, this is called positive reinforcement, like I mentioned before, and um, hopefully this will train your dog out of barking. Um, at whatever it is that makes it bark. <laughs> um, if the stimulus is a person, um, then added bonus, if you can get them to greet your dog and get to know them, they'll be used to them eventually and will start barking at them. Now, as Leah did with the first one, there is an example that I can give you. Um, so if your dog is barking at other dogs, you can have a friend with a dog stand out of sight um, or far enough away so your dog won't bark at them. Next, as your friend and the dog come over into view, start feeding your dog the treats, like I mentioned before. Um, stop feeding the trees as soon as your friend and the dog disappear from view. Repeat this process multiple times, um, so hopefully your dog will, uh, like I said, learn that not barking means um, a good thing and they will get a treat. Remember not to try to progress this too quickly as it may take days or weeks before your dog can pay attention to you and the treats without barking at another dog. So like I said, you just got to be really, really patient and sort of keep repeating these things because that's how you train dogs, repetition. Mm -hmm. It's like my um, my friend Olivia, she's got a poodle, it's only tiny, he's less than one now, but um, he is such a barky dog, but I think it's also because he's quite small, so he has to get your attention quite a bit, but he will bark so, so much. If someone comes into the house, leaves the house, he has to bark to sort of oh. get their attention or whatever, so she's trying at the moment to train him out of that, and it is proving quite difficult, but it's like, so you've just got to be patient with them, um, and eventually they will they will get it, but it's also part of some dogs like personality trait if they're quite like a loud dog it may take a bit longer than it will do training yeah. a dog that is quite shy and timid anyway so um yeah just like you say take your time with it and eventually it will happen yeah some dogs just are barky dogs um my friend's got a dachshund a long haired dachshund and he is just a really barky dog like he just makes lots of noise because he's very talkative but they also got a collie as well and he's not <laughs> he's so just lets Rufus say, you know, say everything and sits there and be quiet. <laughs> okay, so then the next step is to distract your dog. So whenever your dog 
starts barking, you need to ask them to do something that is not compatible with barking. So whether it's teaching them to, I don't know, go and get something from another room, go and find a toy. I know if Milo, if we're wanting to distract him from anything, we'll go and ask him to find his toy and he can be gone for a few minutes just looking around the house for oh. this particular toy. But again, I think that's just because Milo is quite good when it comes to training. Uh, so you need to teach your dog to react to barking stimuli with something that inhabits them from barking, such as lying down on their bed. So for example, if someone is arriving at the door, you need to toss a treat onto their bed and tell them to go to your bed. When they're eventually going to their bed to earn a treat, up the ante by opening the door while they're in their bed. If they get up, close the door immediately. You need to repeat this until they stay in bed while the door opens, almost like I say, distracting them with the treat so that when something's happening in the background, they're not distracted by that and they're not going to go and approach. Um, then you need to increase the difficulty by having someone ring the doorbell while your dog is in bed. Obviously this, especially my friend, like I was saying earlier, whenever someone arrives at the house and knocks on the door, he goes crazy. <laughs> so she's trying to train him at the moment to um, to not go mm. mad whenever someone's at the door. So it's, it is proving difficult, but um, eventually he is he is going to get get the hang of it and obviously you need to reward them um, if they stay in their place. The whole idea of this one is to just try and keep your dog um, distracted so you could even go out for a walk or just try and get them tired so that whenever you know something's happening like someone's coming around you know that they'll be too tired to actually interact or to display any sort of barking behavior so make sure your dog is getting sufficient uh, physical and also mental exercise every single day a tired dog is a good dog um, and one who is less likely to bark from boredom or frustration Depending on their breed, age and health, I mean, class of before, your dog may require several long walks um, as well as a good game of chasing the ball um, or playing with some toys. Just like I said, keep them distracted, whether it's at the moment that they're going to start barking or if it's prior to that, just keeping them uh, physically and mentally, I don't want to say drained, but sufficiently exercised. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, the day and eventually yeah. Will... yeah. I, mean, I think... Um... A tired dog. Yeah, a tired dog is a good dog. So, um, you know, even like taking them out on long walks before and after you're out or whatever. Um, I'm just going to make like a, a last sort of little um, note, actually. Um, obviously, there are lots of other ways that you can um, sort of try and help train a dog out of barking. But if all else fails and you're just really out of options and you've tried everything and it's not working, um, don't feel bad about going and asking for help from a professional. So either your vets or like a behaviourist, um, there's no shame in seeking out outside help. Um, they're literally there to help you. So if you've tried all this and it still isn't working and you feel like the worst dog owner in the world, you're not. Sometimes just dogs are just harder to train um, and professionals are there to help you. So don't feel bad about that. It's completely fine. <laughs> 100% agree. So those are some tips and advice on how you can train your dog out of excessive barking. Um, we hope you enjoyed this episode of Relax My Dog. Um, there will be a blog post that, that comes out slightly after this episode. And um, Leah, have you done a blog on this one already? Yeah, a blog went up on the 21st of April. Okay, so well, I will um, link that in the show notes, actually. So if you want to go check that out um, and also check out any other of Leah's blogs, um go ahead there's all the links in the in the show notes so yes thanks everyone for listening and we will uh, see you next week bye bye